And joining us now is former Georgia Republican Congressman Doug Collins. Um, He is also the host of the Doug Collins podcast and also just came out with his first book. It is called The Clock and the Calendar. Congressman Collins, great to have you here on the show. Oh, it's always so good to be with you. What did you think of President Biden's, I think, highly inflammatory speech today? I, you know, there's an old saying in the military, and I'm still in the military, and there's an officer performance report one time, and it was written up that this officer has reached the bottom and begun to dig. Well, I believe this is exactly what's happening with, Pre- with President Biden. He's just reached the bottom, and it's getting it's getting sad. I mean, it's been bad, but today seemed to touch a new low for me, especially when you lie about the voter law in Georgia and then you use scripture to try and justify what the lie that you just said joe biden is showing he has no shame and especially when it comes to this issue of of voting rights and and voter suppression you know it's basically according to president biden you're basically racist if you ask to cid Um, and if you don't go with his voting bills then you're basically jim crow 2.0 how do you react to that well it, it saddens me that you have a president of the united states who is who is stooping so low to believe that simple ID check for the most sacred right we have voting is somehow racist or, or mischaracterized. But he has no problem in in folk places like New York City, Washington, D.C., and others requiring that you show a vaccine card. I mean, it's just hypocritical. People are getting sick of it. And it, it just shows uh, when you have people in the Democratic Party who don't even want to be seen with him, like Stacey Abrams didn't even want to be seen with him today, so it's just, you know, it's, it's sad when we accept an ID to cash a check, an ID to, to buy purchase something, an ID to get on a plane. But yet for voting, they won't accept an ID, and they lie about the effect of it. They say that it will suppress those. Actually, in Georgia, we found when we put in voter ID in, our voter turnout went up. Oh, that's interesting. So it actually went up when you asked for yes. a voter ID because, what, people felt there was more integrity with the process? Well, no, they, I think for, for the longest time, there was so much talk about people saying, well, look, you know, why am I not going to vote? And it just, I think, increased people's awareness. Uh, in Georgia, we made the cards, the, the ID cards free. Uh, and, they, and one of the things that was so sad to me is, is Democrats do this all the time. They talk down to the people that they believe that they're supposed to help, minorities, others, poor. You know, they talk down to them as if they're too, you know, frankly, they accuse them of being too dumb to know how to get an ID. And the reality is, in Georgia, when we put in voter ID from the 2014 elections through the recent elections, we saw double-digit increases in African-American male and female and Hispanic male and female voting. So, look, it just doesn't play to their narrative, but they have such a failed agenda, they're just simply trying to play emotions right now. And speaking of, you know, part of the process, they also say, well, you can't give someone water, you can't give someone food. They say that that's racist if you're not allowed to give people that uh, at the voting places. Um, how do you reconcile that? How do you explain that? Rita, I'm so glad you asked that because today this was the lowest of the low with President Biden in, in Georgia when he said that the law prevented uh, you from giving water or food to somebody. And then he took scripture and said that the Bible tells us to feed the, if those someone is hungry or someone is thirsty to give them food and drink. What he is so what he's lying about here is that there is no state in the union allows electioneering or, or campaigning within a certain amount of feet from the polling booth. In Georgia, it's 150 feet. What we had going on in Georgia was groups like Stacey Abrams, Fair Fight Action, NAACP, other voter organization partisan groups were going to lines 
and handing out with full gear on, with T-shirts, buttons, and handing out food or water in these lines. What we simply said, what the law simply said, I I wasn't a part of it, SB 202 simply says, is that water can be made available by the folks who, at the polling places and and, uh, coolers or whatever, but you just can't do it inside 150 feet. Outside 150 feet, do whatever you want to do. It's just, I mean, I don't understand how the media can allow him to lie. And that's all this is. And I don't use that word lightly. He is just lying and then using scripture to proof text that he ought to be ashamed. And obviously, Congressman Collins, the reason is that it could influence the vote. It's like, oh, gosh, this person's giving me a T-shirt or this person's giving me food. They're currying favor. And that could influence what they do when they actually vote. Exactly. But, that, that you know, my question is, what would they have done if, if, if you had had, you know, Republican Party uh, sticker, uh, you know, folks with shirts on, Turning Point USA, uh, you know, young Republicans? You know, they would have got upset. They got, oh, so you're intimidating. You're a voter. You know, again, it's just not uh, it's not logical, right? And this is the problem. The Democrats, especially on this issue and many others, have become unhinged from reality. And they made such a production out of this that, um, you know, people are starting to see it, and the more they go overboard with it, the worse it is, because they also understand they saw what happened in the last election when they were able to basically, in many states, put in much more liberal voting uh, eligibility, uh, things that can be easily, both sides, left and right, have said these are easily can be worked into fraud or, or worse if allowed to go on. And what they're trying to do is per- perpetrate those in so that they, you know, feel like they have an advantage in the election system. People are going to wake up to this, and that's why it's so important when we talk about it. So let's be honest about what the, the voter right uh, these bills are, and it's not voter suppression. It's simply Democrats looking for a power grab from Washington. You know, you talked about some of the things in uh, the last election. One of the things is basically opening it up to ballot harvesting which yes. to me is so rife for the opportunity for fraud. And and yet it's interesting because there's restrictions in New York and Delaware that sort of restricts them. And yet, boy, if you do it in Georgia, you're racist. Well, it's sort of funny. In Georgia, we have 17 days of early voting. You know how many days Delaware has? None. Okay, explain to me. It's you know, amazing. How can you be so blind? Well, in, in New Jersey, it was uh, less than that. They just added, I think, eight days. Um, you know, there's New York has, but they're not consistent. We've had as many as five weeks of early voting in Georgia. Okay, as in-person early voting. We took our absentee request to 72 days from 180 days. You have 70-plus days to ask for no excuse at all a ballot uh, to turn back in. And then we also made it to where you had to request it 11 days before the election so that you could actually get your ballot back in. And they accused us of cutting down the opportunities for people to vote. I am sick of the lies. It's just got to stop. What did you make of President Biden today, uh, Congressman Collins, saying, you know, either you're with Martin Luther King or you're with George Wallace? And then he even invoked, I couldn't believe this when he even invoked uh, the KKK, you know, the grand dragon of the KKK. And all I kept thinking about is this is the guy who spoke at Robert Byrd's funeral, who was a high up member of the KKK. Yeah, it, it, Rito, have, have, I've never experienced this. I mean, Donald Trump, and we're not going you know, to compare, but Donald Trump could have, you know, said good morning wrong, and there'd have been five calls by the press that there was something, you know, uh, under untoward about it. Joe Biden can basically get up there and say anything he wants. The press treat him as if he's the he's the 
the crazy uncle at the Christmas dinner or the Thanksgiving dinner who says and sits in a corner and babbles and they don't say anything about it. And but when you start evoking strong feelings of of those kind of contrasts, it is to me it's a sign of desperation. It means that they have no logical argument to fall back on, so they're simply trying to scare people. Um, we're not a country that is scared into doing what is right. We are a country that do that does what is right uh, because we do because it is right. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris spent the day trying to scare people. That's all voters need to know about this administration. What did you make also of the fact that Stacey Abrams, as you mentioned, snubbed the president? <laughs> and I couldn't believe this. He's asked at the White House, you know, are you insulted? He's like, oh, no, she had a scheduling conflict. I'm thinking, wait a minute, you've got the president of the United States coming <laughs> to your state. Um, this is your big issue, Stacey Abrams, you know, voting rights. You know, she's been pushing for this big time. And suddenly she's got either a hair appointment or a car appointment or whatever <laughs> it is that can't be changed. What did you make of that, Congressman Collins? Uh, it, it also says that, the, that he's losing his own party. And I think this is interesting because you made a statement just then, Ray, that's very important. This is her issue. Okay, she's made millions on this issue. She has distorted the truth on this issue. And what she is saying by not showing up is she's saying Joe Biden is so inept and so toxic and so mishandling this issue that I don't even want to be attached to him coming up in my governor's race here in Georgia. And, you know, that should speak of volumes to it's, – it's why you have so many Democrats getting out of the House. It's why, you know, the poll after poll show this, you know, the, the American people saying, you know, this is this administration is a disaster. But I will take it a step further. Not only did Stacey Abrams not show up, others in the Black Vote Matters and other things moment didn't show up. But Martin Luther King Jr.'s uh, son, Martin Luther King III, actually basically apologized – for going to the meeting. I mean, that's how bad and toxic the left is becoming uh, toward Joe Biden. Yeah, and you know, you bring up the point because some of the folks, like some of the NAACP folks, have come out and said they're sick of platitudes from this president. He's getting so much pressure from, like, the far, far left of his base. And even, you know, Senator Schumer basically said that, you know, what really is in voting rights is climate change, other rights. Like, it just kind of shows that... If this door opens on the filibuster and all these things that they're trying to do, it's going to open the door to this huge radical agenda. In other words, you know, my way or the highway sort of attitude, which is stunning from a president who ran on unity, Doug Collins. Oh, yeah. Well, it really, it's even, to me, it's even worse than that. And I'm, you know, look, I have no desire to give Democrats, you know, any uh, advice on how to do things. But, I, you know, I'm fine to let him go off and ramble and, and, and look very foolish on a, on a platform in Atlanta talking about voting rights when he's lying. When he has left behind both Republicans, Democrats, and independents who are suffering in inflation, who are suffering you know, with the pandemic, who are suffering with supply chain issues and businesses, who are suffering, you know, doing these the kind of things that affect people's everyday lives. It's almost like, you know, again, this far left radical agenda, it is it seems to me that they realize November is their last gasp. And if they don't get, they're willing to tear up anything to rules, processes, or anything to get their policy in place before November because they know they're going to lose. It's what I wrote about in the clock in the calendar when they did it with the impeachment process. They're willing to tear up the institutions they claim to love to promote an agenda that they can only get through if they control the whole process.
Yeah, and that is really scary for democracy, even though they're claiming it's Republicans who are like holding democracy in the balance. Do you file it's just utter hypocritical? Yes, it is. I mean, I mean, how can you sit there and sling the hammer on filibuster, sling the hammer on you know not letting minority uh, the minority in the House, the Republicans in the House, participate in committees or participate in uh, getting bills done, having most of Congress. Did you know, realize, Rita, that there are some members of Congress from last year who swore in to the Congress to vote for the Speaker and have effectively never went back to Washington, D.C.? They have voted proxy for over a year. Wow. That's stunning. Yeah. So Nancy Pelosi's running it all. She's running it from the Speaker's office. This is not the way uh, a, a, a republic is supposed to be run. And so, yeah, it's just completely hypocritical. They're, at one point, they're taking down everything about our institution, but yet at the same time, blaming Republicans as the ones who caused the problem. Yeah, it's called uh, professional gaslighting, you know, which, uh, and to the utmost. Well, I'm glad that we're here to separate fact from fiction. So great to always have you on, former Georgia Republican Congressman Doug Collins. And again, his great new book, everybody talking about a lot of this, um, is The Clock and the Calendar. Thanks so much, Congressman. Great to thank you a bunch. Always good to be with you. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.